Hey guys, this is James Compton. Today is June 8th of 2018, and this is my first ever podcast. So let's start off, and I'll tell you what my podcast is going to cover. The podcast is going to cover cancer, brain cancer, all cancers really, types of treatments, um, what I'm doing for my treatment, side effects, all that good stuff. I'm also going to talk about entrepreneurship. For those of you who are interested in how I got uh, in, involved in the game. And I'm also going to talk a lot about uh, my life philosophy. Or the way that I live. Or the in the way that I think about things. I have received too many emails. Uh, too many messages. Too many tweets and Twitter messages asking me how... How, how is it that I can have such a relaxed attitude about dying? And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, share with you uh, my path or my road that I took to wind up where, I'm in, where I am. And I, I, I'm here to tell you that, yes, that it, it is true. I, uh, as far as my life is concerned, I will die if that's what God wants me to do, and I will live if that's what he wants me to do. And so we'll get into all the discussions about that, about how I reaffirmed my faith after being such a sinner for the majority of my life. And so we're, I want to talk about all these things, and and essentially what I'm doing is I'm giving my kids something that they can have with them forever, of their dad talking, of them getting to hear their dad talk in his own words about things that he loves to talk about. I used to only like to talk about entrepreneurship and making money and things like that. I never knew that in the midst of it all, uh, in the midst of chasing money and going after more and more and more things that I would get slapped across the face by waking up one morning and not being able to move. It started off on on a day just like any other. Uh, you know, the, the sun comes in my windows and I wake up only this time when I wake up I couldn't move I couldn't move and I couldn't talk in fact there was drool coming out of my mouth it, it's it's tough for me to talk about this still you know I can talk about the surgery I can talk about uh, you know, my hand and my right hand and my body are numb. Who, who cares? So what? Um, that's the risk you take when you, when you have surgery of any kind, especially brain surgery. But it's, it's for some reason, whenever I tell the story about how I first found out that I have cancer, found out that I had brain cancer, it still rocks me. And I, I can't. 
I, f- I can't figure why, figure out why. But anyways, I couldn't, I couldn't talk. I couldn't walk, and I was drooling. So, obviously, I went to the ER, and they admitted me uh, for seizure-like activity. And then that's pretty much when I found out the bad news, that I had stage 4 brain cancer, and I had to get surgery immediately. And so that's that happened over a year ago. It happened about 14 months ago, last March. Um, and so, you know, 14 months have passed, and I've learned a lot of things. One of the things that I want to talk to you guys about today, and this is going to be an ongoing discussion. So, you know, we're going to talk about it now or today. We will talk about it next week and the next week and the next week and the next week until we get a solution figured out. Um, but after, right when I got this brain t- cancer diagnosis, what do you think the first thing is that went through my head? Well, how did I get it? How did, how did I get this? What are the t- statistics of getting this cancer? And so that's where I began. I looked up the, uh, the statistics of brain cancer. And, and by the way, um, since I do have brain cancer, a lot, some of me doesn't work. And so you'll, you'll see me um, either stuttering or looking for a word sometimes, and that's normal. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm stupid or anything, but it just means that I'm having trouble um, finding a word. So bear with me. So I, so what I did when I when I f- found out that I had brain cancer, I went to Google, and I googled something like the statistics for brain cancer, and I pulled those up, and all of the statistics, the national statistics say that they, the statistics are around it's either two to three per one hundred thousand people. Or three to four, and I actually think it's the three, three to four um, persons per one hundred thousand people that suffer from brain cancer. Okay, so that that was the first thing that um, that um, invited me in, so to speak, at taking a look at at what what is brain cancer, what causes it, where does it come from, etc. So whenever I, f- whenever I saw that statistic, the three to four per 100,000 people, I thought, well, that's crazy. There's only 9,000 people in Lovington, and I know probably s- six just off the top of my head that have died from brain cancer recently. Well, you know, it doesn't take a math medical whiz to figure out that yeah there there may be something to the brain cancer in Lee County so I started to dig and um, from my preliminary digging research which you know may have gone back to I don't know just say April or May of last year I I don't really know 
that's where I started to develop the picture that there is something very, very, very wrong in Lee County going on. The numbers just didn't add up. I was, I was asking people, just people that I knew, how many people they knew in Lee County that had brain cancer, and the numbers were outst- outstanding. People, I, I had put together a list of probably 15 people that had brain cancer in just the t- past two years. And the average, remember, the average is three to four people per 100,000 people. This does not add up in a town of 9,000 people. Now, I just want you to, to keep that in mind as we uh, look at this situation what could be causing this situation, what is causing this situation, and all of the misinformation, the disinformation that people will try to get you on so that you turn uh, turn against the facts. And the facts totally blow any argument up at any time, point in time. Okay? And so, anyways, from from there, you know, we're talking about April, May of 2017. And so I knew at this point in time when I had figured out that there were 15 people down in Lovington that um, had had this brain cancer. I knew right then that that going forward or coming out with this kind of information is dangerous, and it is. Um, you don't want you don't want to be a person or the person taking taking cracks at co- these these powerful companies. You don't want to do that. It's it's not it's not safe. It's not smart. This is this is the kind of this is the the kind of environment they have created, not only in Lee County, but pretty much the world over, okay? You don't, you, you, they want you to sit down, shut up, go to work, go home, don't ask questions. If you get cancer, okay, go, go and die or go take chemo and die uh, after you spend all your money on it, okay? And this is not, this is not how I am. It's never been how I am. And it's just it's just corrupt. And I don't like it. It's evil. It's it's the devil incarnate that um, that is that is out there in Lee County. And so we need I, I just want to make it aware for, for everybody that's down there in Lee County and for everybody that is listening to this today, I ask you to take a look at Lee County. I will try to put a link out somewhere on the on my, on my website, on the Facebook page, or my Facebook page, and on the Lee County Cancer Cluster Facebook group. I will try to put out a link showing you what I'm about to tell you, which is the location of the water wells for the city of Lovington. Guess where where they're located? 
the 17 water wells where Lovington gets its water from are laying directly on an active oil field that is full of junk and spilled oil and spilled gas and every other kind of uh, pollution that you could imagine is on this land where we get our water from. So where we get our water from, when, and I'm speaking of, of we, I'm talking about Lovington, uh, it, it's built on top of a aquifer. So these 17 wells sit on this aquifer. And all of these oil field uh, companies go and uh, do their, their work, extract gas or ship gas or make oil, whatever. They all do different things. Um, and that's fine. But there are a lot of rules um, that go along with this. Um, and as you have probably guessed already, these rules are like the bare minimum, right? Like they are, the oil companies don't want to spend money on having to, um, um, having to comply with rules and regulations. And so they, they get all their lawyers and uh, their sponsors and, and, and so forth and their people in, in, in the political arena. And so they, they really take a, a negative view on uh, ha having regulations. Well, that's fine from a company standpoint. And it's fine if you work in a company, but you don't live where you get your water, uh, where, the, where the city gets their water from. It's okay if you're a rich millionaire or billionaire and you don't even, all your bank accounts are in some other country and you live in New York or California or overseas, then I get it. But the sad thing is, is for the 9,000 people that live in Lovington, you're killing us. And you're killing us by, by trying to save a, a couple dollars. A couple dollars that, um, you know, I, I don't understand the economics of it. I don't understand the mathematical, just the thing about it. You know, how could a, how, how could a company say, well, yeah, Bob, you know, if we got, say, uh, 30 people down in Lovington that die of cancer, that's fine because it would cost less, excuse me, it would cost less to uh, skirt or do the, the minimum viable regulations than to go, up, go uh, a step or two above and make sure that these people aren't getting cancer. We're not going to do that. That's not our job. Our job's to make oil money, and by God, that's what we're going to do. So don't worry about other people. We don't even live in in Lee County, and uh, you know that's just that's not even that's not your area of uh, expertise. So you just stay out of this conversation, and 
you know, we're going to do what we got. We're going to do. Our lawyers have said that that these uh, rules are just, and, and so that's what we're going to go with. It's kind of like the typical conversation that uh, a person may have with a company, uh, oil field company guy, when they talk about how a a person's life can be viewed in terms of money. So the company wants to make as much money as they can and for as little cost as they can. If some rules come out and regulations come out that cost a lot of money, they're not going to want to do that. They're automatically going to be opposed to it, even if it's going to save, uh, you know, 30 people dying from brain cancer. Even if, even if that is so, do you, uh, do you think that any company in Lee County, or any company for that matter, is going to say, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like um, saving people from dying from cancer. So, yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll, we'll take up the extra charges there, and we'll make sure that the water in Lee County isn't uh, polluted. Oh, how I wish that's how they, they talked, and how I wish that's how they uh, solved problems. But alas, it is not the case. Okay, and so it really, it really does uh, come down to good versus evil. You know, it's not a black and white or a race issue. It's not a gay issue. It's not. It's it's not even a political issue because I'm 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 sitting right here and I could tell you that if a Democrat had their their uh, son or daughter die because of cancer that a company could have prevented. It's not going to matter just the same way. It's not going to matter if a Republican whose kids died because of cancer that a company could have prevented. It's the same. This isn't a political issue, okay? So no matter what, what no matter what, is told to you. This is not a political issue. This is a issue of good versus evil. That's it. Evil likes money. They like evil likes material things, right? So material things is, you know, in the mind of the company is more um, more factories, more workers, more more money and trips and all of that stuff but that is not that that is not the right thing and it's it's not the healthy thing it's the evil thing and that's very easy to see when you start looking at these numbers we already know what these companies have chosen and when i say companies let me just back up Let's, let's call it what it is. It's entities. Because cities are involved in this as well. Okay, I'm focusing on companies, but make no mistake. Cities are involved in this as well. And not only the city, uh, n- not only the city of Lovington or the city of Hobbs, 
the, but the people that manage these cities, and then also above them are people in uh, gov governmental positions. And they are uh, necessarily tied to this as well. So it's not just companies. It's not just the cities and the people that work for them. It goes all the way to the top. Okay, so this isn't some simple issue of saying, oh, yeah, um, company XYZ, you just need to do ABC, and we'll, we'll, that'll be it. No. The reason why nothing has ever been done on this, even though we've known for years and years that the fact that our water is being polluted probably every day, and it, and it has been for years, is a fact that there are a lot of guilty players in this, okay? I, 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 there's no other way to explain it other than saying that companies are involved, cities and city employees are, are wrong, and then and you go in, up into the state government, and that for sure is wrong. And so it's, 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 a, it's a problem. It's a big problem. Like uh, immigration is, is a big problem. Um, you know, it's like it, it, there's a lot of layers to the onion, so to speak. Okay. So that's kind of a background, if you will, of the kind of the mental framework that you need to have when you look at this problem that you'll see me talking about quite a bit on Facebook is that you got the companies are involved. Of course, we got the city of Lovington and the city of Hobbs that are also involved, and the people that work for them are involved. And then we got to go up to uh, OCD in um, uh, of New Mexico, and then we also have um, the EPA, which um, is another group. And, and there's there's actually a couple others, but the thing about it is, guys especially those that are living in Hobbs and Lovington, is this. There's not an amount of money that is worth your life or worth your kids' lives. Okay? There is none. So if if you can tell me a price for your life or for your your ki kid's life, by all means, tell me. And I... I, I I, I hope that nobody does that because that's just that's just stupid. You're if you have a daughter or you have a son, there's no amount of money in the entire world. You could give, be given all the money in the world, and that's not enough to make things right. If you were to lose them to cancer or to some accident uh, because of a stupid company, okay. So these are evil problems. And that this evil is continually justified behind innocent-looking faces. And so you may have seen me deleting um, or banning people off of the Facebook group. And I'm doing that because I see it's really easy to tell when a person whose heart isn't in the right spot. They're, they're very easy to spot when they come onto these our groups or these groups about dealing with cancer saying things like, oh, it's, it's, this is a, 
this isn't a water issue or this is a, uh, a soil issue and da 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 and just trying to wreck the conversation it's very easy to say and, and that's why I'm I'm kind of driving these people away it makes me so sick to see these people that have all the money in the world all the funds and all the authority in the world to just sit back and do nothing when it is entirely in their power to save people from dying and from cancer and from all of the pain that is entailed in losing a father or a mother or a child especially a child it's just it's evil um, you know, I, I understand the law and how it says, you know, you can, you can see, you can, it, if you see somebody that's drowning in, in a lake or in a river, you don't have to go save them. And it's entirely within your right to do that. So if you see somebody dying in Chaparral Park, for example, they're out there swimming and then you start, to, you start to see them drowning or go under. You don't have to do anything. You just keep on rocking and rolling. You, you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to call the police. And that is completely fine. It is this type of thing that it just, for some reason, and, and I, I'm, I agree, I'm a young guy, I'm 34, but it seems to me that this kind of, um, thought process is just it, it's getting worse and worse and worse what I mean to say is the thought process is like this um, it's like the people that that made off in 2008 when all the banks crashed the guys that were running the companies they, they made out with the biggest bonuses ever in the history of the United States. And they all did that off of our backs. So they, they took the risk with our money, and they made all the money, all their money, off of the fact that we lost all of our money. And it's just it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It doesn't even make sense. Um, all right, and, and I'm going to get off that that soapbox right now uh, let me go on to some other things I, because I will I will get um, I, I can get mad about this stuff so let me let me move on um, I also want to talk to you guys about just different business ideas that I, that I have or that I've heard of how to make the how to make the ideas work how to implement them things of that nature um, I think I've started about seven or eight companies, and so it's this is nothing new to me at all. So I'm definitely definitely going to include that in there as well. Um, and let me see what else. Oh, I, 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 this goes back to the cancer stuff. So I'm also going to tell you what I'm doing uh, for me personally in, in fighting the cancer. So right, what I'm doing now, and, and I'm kind of in a I'm kind of in a weird spot um, because I'm not I'm actually not doing anything <laughs> believe it or not um, so I have been going down to UT Southwestern that's in Dallas and I've been going down there 
every month to, uh, or actually every two months, uh, to get an MRI and to check, you know, do blood work and make sure that my body is holding up to the chemo that they just actually had to put me back on. Um, and so that is what I have been doing for the past um, year. I've been at UT Southwest. I had radiation right after surgery. I also was involved with chemo. Uh, Timidar is the name of the drug, and I was on that right after surgery. So uh, in addition to radiation, I was on Timidar, and I also got accepted into a clinical trial for nivolumab or immunotherapy. The, the, the thing that came out about the immunotherapy was that it doesn't, it, it works as a chemotherapy enhancer. That means it works with the chemotherapy, but it is not strong enough to take out the chemotherapy. So the clinical trial that I was in for nivolumab or Obdivo was to see whether or not the immunotherapy drug was strong enough to actually take the position of chemo. Um, and so it failed uh, in that regard. But the finding did come out that it actually helps enhance the uh, cancer-killing effect of chemo. So it, it, uh, it isn't strong enough unfortunately, to take the place of chemo, but it really does help in terms of killing the cancer with chemotherapy. So if you guys, um, if anybody has any questions about that, I would be more than happy to talk to you about it and, and you know, let you download my brain and, and um, see what you think. But there have been, there've been some actual um, happenings this week in terms of brain cancer especially um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and share one of those with you so it's, it's a really cool time to be in the biomedical industry there seems like there's a lot of um, innovation going on and one of the things that I saw this week is a, a drug called DMVAX it's either it's MDVAX or DMVAX. I think it's DMVAX, and it's a shot that kills cancer, um, and it's proven. So in the clinical trial that I was in, it, is, it was in phase one, and there's three phases, one, two, and three. Phase three is the final uh, stage. So the Obdivo the, the, and the Volumab, they were at st stage one. This DMVAX is already finishing up stage three. And this, this trial started 10 years ago. Um, and evidently it's finishing up the phase three trials. And it's just amazing. Uh, the reports coming out are, it's added, you know, people are living eight, or eight plus years uh, with brain cancer. This, and this is such a big thing when you talk about how long these people are living and I think there's like 260 or 280 out of 300 people that achieve this this uh, this lifestyle while having brain cancer 
They lived, you know, more than eight years. This is coming from a disease, a cancer that kills most people in 14 months. So it's a huge, uh, it's a huge discovery. It's a huge plus. Um, and I wish that everybody that had brain cancer could t- could take this uh, this clinical trial drug. Um, so, anyways, that's something I, j- I want to talk about all of these things. I mean, because basically, all I'm doing now is reading and uh, writing, and, and I was writing, but my my right hand is so numb that I I can't type. So, writing typing things on a computer are no good for me anymore. But the the thing about it is too, is that technology has come a long way and so if you guys have noticed uh, and I don't know if you've noticed this or not but take your iPhone for example have you seen the text or excuse me the speech to text option so usually normally there is a uh, record icon and you can click that and it will record your voice and it will send your uh, the voice message message that you record to whoever you're you want to send it to what they've done now is they've actually um, got the ability to uh, speech to text and so instead of sending a voice file it'll actually just write write all the text out for you so that's what I'm doing when I'm when I write books or write articles I'm using uh, talk to text and in and that's also what the podcast is for too I'm just downloading my brain and hopefully something in here um, sits well with with some of you and can lead to further discussion or you know so until next time y'all have a good weekend take care and I will see you on the flip side